0: What was the rallying cry that led to the U.S.-Spanish-American War? What? Anybody? Anybody? Remember the main. Next question, why are we doing the podcast? (laughs) The
1: world may never know. I do the pop culture stuff. I'm Mm.
2: sorry. You and your history.
1: Who are you? Wait a second. Let's introduce everybody. Hi, this is Carnival Personnel. I'm Joe. Let's start
0: again. Okay. Hi, this is Sideshow. All right. Carnival Personnel Spinoff. I'm Jacques. I used to be Joe. And this is our friend Sully. Hello. Or Haji. Hello. Or Mike. Hello. (laughs) Hello, carnies, and welcome to Sideshow. This episode is all about trivia. So let's start again. What was the rallying cry that led to the Spanish-American War? I want to say,
1: remember the main?
0: Thank you. Oh, Oh, yeah. (claps) Which was an internal boat fire that had nothing to do with the Spanish (laughs) at all, that the U.S. used that as a reason to get into a war. Because, anyway, not that history would ever repeat itself (laughs) and happen again. Anyways, so we have our friend Mike, Haji, uh, uh, Sully, all one guy, uh, (laughs) who is a professional (laughs) trivia Trivia host. Trivia host. A TJ. A
2: trivia jockey. Hey, here's a question.
0: So Mike is a a former 20-year professional. Why am I telling you guys all this? Everybody who's (laughs) listening to Sideshow hung on each and every word of this past week's carnival personnel. You know Mike's whole biography backwards and forth. Unless
1: you, you know, for some reason were sick. Between the uh week, <laughs> the days of Monday and Thursday, and now you're just catching up and you want listening to the Thursday first. They're using dial up, this one downloads yeah, right. faster. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, one a
0: lot so of, so what uh, we're reviewed. So so you know, Mike is a twenty year radio professional, has worked all over the country at at major stations, number one stations during drive time AM. He was a producer in Detroit. Uh we could go down the whole thing, but when he left radio and wanted to keep using those golden pipes to entertain people. That's right. He turned to trivia.
2: Yeah, so I uh, work for a company called Stump Trivia. You be there, they're around uh, nationwide, uh, owned by BuzzTime. BuzzTime, you may know uh, from being in bars where they like they have TVs, where you can get like a little uh, playmaker. Uh-huh. So that company owns Stump. So you can actually have the live interaction, uh, and that's where I come in. Uh, I go out to bars and be, you know, host at uh, charity events and things like that. But you didn't start with them, did you? When you were at the nines... When I was at the nines, I was helping uh, the guy who ran the trivia there out. Uh, he, he would write his own questions, and when he'd go on vacation, because I was a regular there because, well, I like booze, I would uh, fill in for him uh, when he was out, and uh, that what sparked the, hey, I can do this professionally. So I did it. At the nines for free, for or for free beers.
0: Yeah, well, it's not for <laughs> not free. If, if, if you if you went to a bar to trivia, how much are you spending on beer versus how much are you saving by doing True. So, so you did it for about four hundred dollars. Question number one: Math. Am I good at it? No, <laughs> was that the first trivia gig?
2: Yeah, outside of doing trivia uh, type of things on the air when I was doing radio, yeah, that would be the first trivia gig. And did nice the thing.
0: trivia Collins prepare you, know, <laughs> prepare you for for the life and in, in being a TJ?
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> the radio world actually did. Uh, for radio guys, you can go out and see them do stand up or you know host events. So uh, it did prepare me actually for. Being a TJ, uh, because when people heckle you, if if you're not experienced with it, you're not going to you know okay I'm sorry I didn't mm-hmm. mean it no you just give it right back yeah and I'm known
1: for doing that <laughs> yeah it's like being a stand up comic you know you just have to you except have to you, guys and, uh, you guys are <laughs> funny you guys
0: what do you mean you people yeah, right. what do you mean you people no uh, and, and one of the reasons we thought this would be a fun sideshow is not only is just you know Mike a really fun guy to be around I mean, Joe's love of TV shows which and Mike are, are... <laughs>
1: oops <laughs> it's my t-shirt uh, the Mike's on yeah right uh, that t-shirt is
0: which are largely, you know, trivia-based sort of shows and stuff like that. So we thought we would talk a little bit about, like, you know, trivia in general, like the history of it. Like, is there like a definition of trivia? It's like, what what shows do people consider trivia? Is like, for instance, Family Feud, is that trivia?
1: No, that's more of like a kind of a gauge on general knowledge and like how society would answer certain questions. Trivia yeah, is like very fine. Knowledge. It's a very sur-
2: survey or surveic, Is that a word? Yes. That would Family Feud would be that type. Of trivia, so it's. I think it's under the same umbrella uh, because we do at Stump have a thing uh, called, uh, used to be called Questionary. I'm trying to remember what it's called now, but it's a Family Feud style game where the people at the bar will, you know, be like, okay, what's the uh, you know, what's the greatest Boston sports team? Everybody would write down their answers, they turn them in and then you'd repeat back, okay, if you said the Red Sox, give yourself a point. If you said the Bruins, give yourself two points, you know, so on. If you said the revolution, leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: you know. oh. Thank you, good night.
2: Soccer
1: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. The> Carnival <laughs> Personnel Podcast is not condone them. <laughs> But they may agree. (laughs)
0: Completely. So let's get into the trivia of trivia. It's like, we're not going to do the Mount Rush more than Uh, again. But when when did trivia, like, become a thing in the U.S.?
2: Uh, I don't have an answer for that. Uh, But I would think that you know, growing up we had those trivia style shows that we would watch you know we mentioned game shows but i i think when the explosion of who wants to be a millionaire came um in the early 2000s yeah. th- when people really wanted to be on, i wanted to be on that show i auditioned to be on that show and i didn't make it you weren't um, a fastest finger <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hello thank you ladies we just didn't like it <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, hello again everybody, good evening and welcome to a special night five of Celebrity Millionaire. Norm MacDonald, our sleeping giant over there, insisted on doing a fastest finger question. You all set? Yes, sir. Okay, here is your own personal fastest finger question. Put the following letters in order to spell a popular man's name. Okay, Norm, time's up. Let's see the answer in the correct order and see who got it right in the fastest. N, and an O, and an R, and an M. Who got it in the fastest time? Norm McDonald!
2: No, uh, no I, adi- I, I auditioned to be on that
1: show in 2003. I remember the early days. You would call in to the show. They would give you, like, an 800 number, and you would call in, and you would have to, like, dial in. Like, they'd give you, like, a uh trivia questions over the phone and then you would have to like punch in the answer like from a random you know like a multiple mm-hmm. choice and if you were fast enough then then you would go on to the next step That's not how I did I just filled out an online application got everything wrong but the date of birth That's right
2: <laughs> <laughs> I And didn't I, get, I guessed <laughs> um, I uh drove down to New York for the day uh, to go to uh ABC's uh building that they had and uh, like their cafeteria is where they held the auditions They had I think 200 or 250 people per audition Uh, you go in and it was like the SATs or the you know like the MCAS or whatever you want to call them Uh, those tests where you fill out with the number two pencil Uh, they gave you the sheet of I think was 40 questions and then what they would do is the top 20 people out of all of it would make the next round where you would uh, sit down and have an interview with one of the producers I made it to that round, had the interview with the producer. They, we got along great. Uh, they loved my background, but they said they had to do background checks because this was around the time where I forget which dating game show or there was like, there was a reality show that there was like someone who killed someone like oh, after the fact. That's right. So like they, did, they didn't realize that this guy was a psycho because they didn't do the background check. So everything's getting a background check. They did the background check and they found out I once worked for ABC radio like six or eight years prior. Prior, and they're like, "Oh, you may know someone." You can. And I'm like, "Who's gonna give me the freaking questions for you know? Who right. wants to be a millionaire?" But because of that, I did not that, make it on the show. Right,
1: that's a common standards of practices for any game show. Yeah. You would hope that at some point there'd be like a cutoff, show, yeah, right? like a, like a statute of limitations. Yeah. Just like hold up the picture of the boss of the company. Who is this? I have no idea. You may go <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> But um, it was, I think, it would be around then that trivia, going back to the original question, that trivia became so uh, popular and prominent for people going out and playing. Because for myself, wherever I would move to for radio jobs, uh, that game I mentioned earlier, the Buzz Time game, I would find bars that had it. I would go down, I'd play, and I'd make friends with people at the bar playing the, you know, be, oh, the, it's, it's, the answer to this is number two, or the answer is, you know, four, or whatever it is. Yeah, I'd befriend people doing this. So it became like a very social thing, and I think that all stemmed from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in shows like that from the late 90s, early 2000s. From there, the guy who created Stump Trivia, uh, he started at one bar... And he built up the company to what it was uh, locally, and then in turn was purchased uh, by BuzzTime. But it became a very social thing. Uh, I I think that uh, it's just a great way for uh, you know people to get down with their friend. You know, get together with friends. You're saying you're saying earlier. You know, you know, when am I going to get together with my friend? This is a way to do it. We have an appointment. We're going to be Wednesday night at eight o'clock. We're meeting at this bar so we can play trivia and hang out and and things like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think the '90s sort of birthed this sort of reinterest in trivia in general because you've amassed so much pop culture, and as far as like references, like you'd watch The Simpsons, and like Mm -hmm. The Simpsons in and of itself was sort of like a little trivia quiz.
2: Oh yeah, but I think we did a Simpsons night as one of our trivia nights. Yeah,
1: so like by the end, by the time Millionaire came around, I think in '99, Mm -hmm. like America was just like, I know all this useless information that I can't get out.
2: And the same thing uh, going back to uh, the '80s, we had Trivial Pursuit. You know, we we would sit Uh, around on huge. If
1: if you were here a month ago, you would have seen a stack of Trivial Pursuit games right behind you because I basically given it away because I had a. you know, I have to make room for more video games, but I had like Trivial Pursuit from like the the original version and then Genus 2 and Genus 3 and the 80s edition and the 90s edition. And actually, your microphone is propped on top of a who wants to be a millionaire (laughs) home game. But when you say who wants to be a millionaire, who wants to be a millionaire at
0: its heyday, at its... It's a precipice. I mean, is that as big as, like, you know, what was it,
1: $64,000 question? Yeah. You want to go back to the OG of trivia in the, in the 50s, the quiz shows, yep. which obviously the Robert Redford movie focused on the game 21 in which uh, I think his name was Herbert Stemple was, he was sort of like this nerdy, but uh, he knew all the answers to the questions and then they had Charles Van Doren come in, who was like this like waspy. I think he was like a professor someplace. And they found that his popularity was even more so because of his looks and his, his background. So the producers started feeding him questions, which at the time they had no standards and practices. And that led to the whole quiz show scandal where they determined that, yeah, you can't deceive the public into thinking that this is a real competition when, in fact, you're making sure that the contestants know the answers ahead of time. And then that sort of birthed the whole standards and practices. And game shows.
0: So, so it's interesting that you know, you know, every generation thinks like you know, with who wants to be a millionaire that that was the biggest thing. But Jeopardy hasn't. When did Jeopardy come on? I mean, it's so still-
1: it started in the it started in the '60s, I believe, in like the '60s, and then it wrapped in the '70s with Art Fleming as the host, and then Merv Griffin decided to bring it back in '84 with Alex Trebek, who's still hosting today. So yeah, '84. I mean, what's the 33 years and. Still a huge juggernaut, and they, they've, they've evolved, they've found a way to make it themselves relevant and sort of like with the times. no, oh, yeah, they haven't aged themselves out at all. Do you like Jeopardy or do you like SNL's Jeopardy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, there's two there's Celebrity Jeopardy, and then there's Black Jeopardy. So, if you look up Black, have you seen the Black Jeopardy sketch? Yeah, oh, yeah uh, uh, with Tom
0: Hanks, yes, the last fantastic.
1: Around, yeah, was that was a couple of years ago. that Absolutely great. great.
0: The board is yours, Shanice. Let's go with They Out There Saying for 200. Okay, the answer, they out here saying the new iPhone wants your thumbprint for your protection. Oh, okay, then, Doug. Well, what is, I, I don't think so. That's how they get you. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's it. Yes, I don't trust that.
1: Me either. No, I read that goes straight to the government. Hmm. <laughs> well, that is not bad, Doug. <laughs>
0: you know, our friend Lee, has been. I don't know if you call it. A, there's no big cash money in it, but he's traveled around the country since he since he went to college in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a team that he met at college that they would do tournaments, and and once or twice a year he would travel to do these big, you know, trivia things. And it, and again, it's like one of those things where you think, is it a niche thing? Is it a small subculture? But then when you think, how many? TV shows or game shows are on currently, how many have always been on since the advent of television? Look at local uh, local around here. Uh, when I say
2: local, I'm referring to that New Hampshire, the Granite State one. The College Bowls. The, they have the College Bowls. Uh, I remember uh, go, like growing up, I remember two things. Mr. Stone, who was my seventh grade uh, history teacher. on Fridays, he would pull out a book that he had trivia in and give you 10 questions. And if you get them all right, you get like an extra, you know, 10 points or 100 or whatever on your grade for the week. I did very well. (laughs) Then I also remember, and I think this is probably the, what started me down the road for loving trivia as much as I do. Fourth grade, Mr. Barry was, again, uh, doing a thing for the students to move up in line or something like that. And he asked, what is the name? I, I'm remembering this perfectly. What is the name of the bear from Grizzly Adams? The answer was Ben. And I said that to him, and he says, no, it's Gentle Ben. And I said to to him, no, that was the show with Ron Howard. And he sent me to the back of the line. (laughs) Fuck that guy.
1: (laughs) How did the lawsuit wind up? They settled out of court.
0: (laughs) It's one of those things. There's been a couple times where... I've come to visit and Mike's doing trivia. I'm like, oh, okay, let's go and do this. Like, <laughs> you know, it's an excuse to see him, right. an excuse to have a few beers. And and it's like, oh, it's so hacky. So, And then you get there and you look down at your watch and you're like, I've been here for four
1: hours. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and it's a lot more fun than you would think. Yeah, and I think just because of the nature of competition, if you think you have... Like any sort of chance of winning, you're going to compete and you're going to be want to be right as quick oh, as possible and as those you know, people.
0: Oh, <laughs> all
2: right. So we we have players,
1: okay that, that are
2: that are very smart and they're 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 right there getting them up first. As I mentioned in the last podcast, the guy who slammed his you know, answer down on my uh, laptop and just wrecked everything. But there are people who cheat. People pull out their smartphones. We tell them not to, you know, you know, not to do it. Uh, and they're trying to be subtle, you know, I'm looking around, oh, the question just went through, I have to go to the bathroom, I'll be right back. Uh You're trying to win a $10 gift card for a bar or a restaurant. If you're that hard up for it, I'll give you the $10. Play normally. It's not about the prize, man. It's about the bragging rights. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you feel the need that you have to cheat, don't bother showing up. Just drink with your friends. Yeah. I won't give a shit. Right. It really makes me angry when I see these people cheating. If you don't know the answer, don't don't worry about it. Right. You know, it's, it, again, it's a ten dollar gift card. You're playing. But the, for. the
1: the allure of being the first to expunge knowledge upon somebody is like, oh, you know, I know the answer, and that makes you look oh, smart. Oh, and, and for that's a and that's that's great. I know you're not cheating when
2: you're you know writing that answer down, and you're up you know, within the first 30 seconds. It's the person who's sh- turning in, a, you know, you're at, okay, here's one of my favorite trivia questions of all time. And I actually use this in a match.com profile when I was, when I was looking for someone, it worked out well. <laughs> no, um, Wilma Flintstone's maiden name. What is it?
1: Wow. <sighs> oh, wait. Oh, what was it? Uh, not McGillicuddy. Uh, uh,
0: nope. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know it's not. Mrs. Boobie! <laughs> Mrs. Boobie! Mrs. <laughs> Boobie!
2: What is it? Slaghoople. Wow. Okay. Never. We
0: could have sat here for a year. I think
2: Flintstones episode when they went to uh, when they were they were younger. They were in Ve- Rock Vegas. Rock Vegas. And the Barney and Fred were bellhops, and they were like the cigarette girls. That's, that was mentioned in right. that. It was mentioned. I in thought that. that
1: would be like you know, an episode where his mother, her mother, would come to visit. Yeah, I, I think they mentioned it once
2: with that too. But for whatever reason, I remember. And you remember that, that episode. And it, I remember it. And, and Betty's was Mick Bricker. Wow. And you've seen women naked. I have. That one time. <laughs> uh, like if I ask that question, someone came up within 30 seconds. I know they know it. If they show up three minutes later, because w- when we ask a question, <laughs> I play a song, and that's the length of time you have to turn your answer in. I know you cheated. Right. That is not an answer. Yeah. anybody should know. <laughs> Slag opal. <laughs> <laughs> what episode number?
0: <laughs> episode 84, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, But, yeah, there is there is the bragging rights to to do it. There is the... Yeah, I know this answer. I'm going to turn it in first. But the cheaters are... They, it just really makes me angry. Yeah. And I guess it would be the same thing going back to uh quiz show. You right. know, the cheating on that, making people angry. We're not going to do this anymore. You know. Uh.
1: Right. There are no standards and practices at a bar in Lin- <laughs> Linfield. and <laughs> There are no standards when I'm involved in anyway. right.
0: <laughs> Getting back to the women you see naked, right? Anyway, but my favorite thing when I would go to see Mike, you know, do trivia is he calls out the team name when they get the question <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I would always put team names. Mike really likes dudes and have the correct answer. To it.
2: <laughs> First off, if you are going to be uh, serious about trivia, don't Google what should I use as a team name because if I ever see my couch pulls out, but I don't as a. Fucking team name. I'm just gonna kick uh, you out. <laughs> I'm tired of those. Yeah. Uh, but also uh, one of them uh, that I've seen at a few different places. So I'm sure it's on some Google searches. I wish this microphone were a penis. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> 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 <I, laughs> I read it the first time because it was funny and then
2: I was like okay come on and you there's come no up way. with
1: some original material there's okay no Mencia <laughs> don't do that there's no way I'm going to isolate that for future use.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I but, love I wish this penis were a microphone
1: <laughs> wait a second oh, I'm sorry I'm
0: dyslexic <laughs> I'm going to isolate that and use it for future reference uh, no, but I know but when I would go see Mike trivia, I would always you know they think, think I'm so witty and clever making fun of you but now that you how, how many years have you been doing this as a side gig. As a side gig, uh, a little over three years. Is it growing in popularity? Is it is it flatlined? Where is it? Um,
2: it, can, it has waves. So, like during the summer, it can be up and down because people are away on vacation, things like that. Fall. When people aren't vacationing, it's great. Except on football nights, Monday night football and Thursday night football, it's not. uh, You don't get a good crowd. You usually get a sports crowd that wants to be there, and they they just say "shut up, trivia guy." (laughs) So you can you know so they can watch the game, even though there's no audio. They you know (laughs) right you know they want that. Uh, Winter. It's uh, I don't want to say hit or miss. I'll either get a large crowd, or if it's poor weather, you know, no one. And then springtime uh, again, depending on if there's a playoff game with the Bruins or the Celtics, the crowds are either up or, uh, up, know, or up or down.
0: Now, you know, the funny thing is, you know, you know, knowing Mike as well as I do, it's one of those things where on one hand you think ah, trivia is kind of really geeky, but then on the other hand, Mike started to do trivia in part two. Buy Bruins tickets. <laughs> yes,
2: that was it. I, I needed I needed the money because I buy a Bruins game package every year, and it, yeah, it cost, it's like eight hundred bucks. So you know, right. <laughs> you know
0: it's and, like okay, I'll use it. And, and so that's that's one of the you know the economies there. It's like yeah, yeah. I'll do something really geeky yeah. to buy something. And really it And it does. It, it, you
2: you uh, without you know turning into a sales guy, you want the people to come back. So you when you're performing uh, and asking these questions, and you you want to be entertaining, uh, you want to be. You want to have fun with your teams. You want to play the music that uh, they they would like to hear. You don't want to play. No one wants to hear me play a Rush song uh, during trivia because one, we'll be there for about four hours waiting (laughs) for it to end and give out the answer. You want it to be fun. You want it to be light. Like I, I will use the songs as hints sometimes, but you want the return business because the more teams that play, the more I get paid. So it's a profit deal. It's a
0: totally... Uh, why, that is crazy. It takes
1: the pressure off.
0: You know that the Marx Brothers were, were considering doing a trivia show. You knew that, right, Joe? Uh, no. You know, yeah, they well, were offered, but you know why?
1: Because Chico needed the money. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. Okay. Good night! Thank you. I'm here all week. Seconds different
1: than the first. <laughs> right. Although, Mar- of course, Mar- Groucho Marx went on to host his own trivia game show, uh, You Bet Thank Your God. Life. Mm-hmm. And now... Honestly. Yes. Groupies. At trivia,
2: <laughs> I met my and, and current uh, girlfriend at trivia.
0: Oh, well, you uh, hear that? Current, as in not wow. my girlfriend. Just to be really
1: clear, she he said, "I'm going to edit out current. current."
2: Oh no, no, you can leave that because she's yeah, she she's she's smart. She well, my current
0: wife <laughs> really likes his current girlfriend. <laughs> no, no, I love my girlfriend. I do. But but do you have like it, like do you, are there people? And I'm not just saying like you know the ladies following you around. <laughs> but but you have people who are like, and it's one of those things. As a radio personality, it's funny when I when we saw Mike in Detroit. Like there are people who think they know you, yes. because they hear you over a loudspeaker. And the groupie said he had. I was like, wait a minute, you you know what this is, right? Because I can, you know, if you're if you're unclear, let me bring everybody back around. <laughs> right. But it's true. But but with something like this, do you have people showing up? for, you know, you doing it or do you have people showing up to do trivia? Uh, Both. Um, I do have
2: regulars uh, that that show up every week uh, because they love trivia and when I go on vacation or if I'm out sick, uh, every time I come back, please don't ever, you know, be sick or or anything like that. We hated the last guy. Don't have a life! Yeah. (laughs) Don't do that. Uh, So I do have uh, regulars. Dr. Marvin!
0: (laughs) Dr. Leo Marvin!
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> what about Bob reference? <laughs> Um But yeah, so I do have that. I, and I've had people who like the way I do it, that they'll go to my other events when I would have multiple nights. So they'd say, oh, he did. I did it in Linfield on Monday. I'm going to check him out on Wednesday in Andover. And they'll go to Andover just to play trivia with me again. Not because, you know, uh, they want to... Play trivia. They just wanted to hang out, or yeah. or things like that.
1: Let's just talk about radio personalities and trivia. A lot of these old game show hosts, like Wink Martindale, for example, started off his career in radio. Uh, Bill Cullen was a radio guy. I think Bob Barker was a radio guy. So, like Eubanks was right. Like yeah. all of these like game show hosts w- had experience in radio, and it's sort of that connection you have to have with an audience, being able to banter. Um, and just sort of hold an audience and have something about your personality that brings you brings them back every week. You know, there's a, there's a reason why he's being paid to do tribute because not everybody can just oh, engage, engage an audience. Oh, oh, people think they can, right? Um, I've like we'll have people. Because so when I
2: did this when I first started. Like I said, uh, within a day they reached out to me and said, "Hey, can you go to this place, meet this person, and do an audition?" So I had it. Au- I had to audition for you know because you, you can't throw someone on a microphone except if they're doing a podcast and let them.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey! hey! <laughs> I resemble that remark. I think he's talking about you, Joe. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, you, you know, just to see how they perform. You know, see if they can read. Uh, seriously, and as soon as I did it, the, the you know the first guy is like, okay, uh, you know, tell me your background, you know, because you want to get to know the the person who's auditioning. Get
0: to know me. <laughs> and
1: he uh,
2: he's like. Why are they even making an audition? He just handed me the microphone. He says, "Okay, just go ahead and do it." And I did it. And he was like, "Okay, yeah, you're you're fine." You're, you're, and I'm like, "I know," because uh, I'm cocky. Uh, and, so I've had people audition while I'm there, and I, I've had people that have been good, and I've had people that after they read the the, the first question, I'm like, "Okay, thank you very much. You know, they uh, give it up, give it up from person. Right? <laughs> I don't care to know your name." Quasimodo, everybody. <laughs> And uh, I don't forget where we're
1: going with this, but uh, no, not everybody can be. Yeah, but a, not a, a everybody. Not everybody can be a host, but everybody thinks they can because yes. it's a craft. Like you have to know the cadence of how to deliver a, a question. Yeah. You have to know the timing. You have to know when to move things along, and then how when to how far to let things go. And so there's a whole kind of art to it, and you can't just go. It's like stand up comedy. It's like any sort of emceeing. You know, you, right. just, you just can't throw anybody up there, like you know, reading a question, like what is the only U.S. state Named for a president, Alabama, Washington. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Ten points awarded to you. You know, yeah. Yeah. So if I could not be a good game show host, although I do have trivia cards right here. Oh, really? Yes, I do. I'm not going to read, but I'd like—I don't know—like at some point in this podcast, I'd I'd like like you to read a card as Bernie Sanders. As Bernie Sanders. You suck! I hate you so much. Just want to go on the record with that. Wait, I gotta get a beer for this one. They, yeah, I need to get a beer for this one. <clears throat> what biblical tribe? Let me try that again. What biblical tribe did the giant Goliath belong to? I don't know, but it sounds the, like
2: I lost an election.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody knows it's the Philistines. Wait. You
0: said an election? Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now we won <laughs> as the aging Groucho.
1: How long would everybody be famous for in Andy Warhol's famous prediction?
0: What would it be 15 minutes?
1: Wrong. You answered in the form of a question. In my day, we answered in the form of an answer. I can't give you the points. <laughs> so
0: the ducks not coming down
1: and. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't say the magic white, which was vagina. <laughs> So you were
0: talking to me about hecklers, which when Joe and I would do stand-up, one of the worst things when you would do stand-up at the beginning is open mics because of two things. Everybody there is to just do their bit, and they're being respectful or just buried in what they're doing, getting ready to go up, and there's no real interaction my favorite thing when i've got to do it in front of real crowds is being heckled like the back and forth the you know oh, yeah. that for me i mean i would prepare some stuff but lots of times I would go just waiting to be heckled because that's when it becomes fun. That's oh, when the banter. You becomes You were the fun. Terry
1: O'Reilly of comedy,
0: well, and you would bait people in. And and, what, and seriously, there's sometimes that you know it would go well, and you. But that's what. And even if you got your ass kicked by heckler, you learned a lot. I mean, some of the worst nights of comedy that I've done, I learned. To, it's the same thing. It's like. If you win all the time, you know, you're not playing good enough competition. If you got your ass kicked by a heckler, it either made you quit or it made you better. And it, it was so so you've had a lot of that. Oh, I've definitely had my share of hecklers
2: at uh, at the trivia uh, nights. Just like any, I'm not calling myself a stand-up, but just like anybody, any stand-up. You have your ammo. You have your things that you've either, either heard or may have stolen from someone. Uh, like... Uh, I'm trying like one of my favorites is, you know, I'm not going to make fun of you because God's done that already, things like that. Um, I remember, it's going to be about 20 years ago now, uh, for a friend of mine who's a comedian was opening up for Lover Boy, and it was his birthday. <laughs> So the friend I mentioned in the other podcast uh, who booked the palace, booked this place. So they, uh, it was his birthday. So they asked me to come and open for him, who's opening for Loverboy. Wow. And as soon as I got out there, heckle, heckle, heckle from like the four
0: people that were there.
2: We love Mike Reno.
0: In their defense, who doesn't love Mike Reno? I don't know. his pants. So uh, everybody, everybody is working for the weekend. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
2: just remember getting uh, getting trashed, like you were saying, getting trashed and uh, and heckled, for, you know, for the the joke, whatever it is, the one joke I tried to do, <laughs> and then immediately turning it on that person. And granted, you know, there wasn't a huge crowd because it was you know opening for the opener of Loverboy, right. <laughs> but people laughing at me skewering the guy, you know, for whatever he was wearing, and you know this, this, this any, went nowhere is there any <laughs> is
1: there any bigger rush than when you not to bring up rushing <laughs> is there any bigger rush than when the reaction you get like that high you get from? oh the you know, the, the, the rush you
2: get from, from you know anytime you're performing if, if people are acknowledging that you know laughing a joke lands a joke lands you it's you know it just encourages
1: you to do more. <laughs> right. It's always good to encourage a, and a wise ass with a microphone. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: what I say to him. I'm like, why are you doing this? I have a microphone and I'm louder. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will win. Right. right. I uh, may suck and so- I'll still win.
0: But that's, uh, that's, good. now it came back to when you said, okay, you've done it up Monday and then the same person showed up Wednesday. Have you ever had somebody show up? On Thursday, and then you've been like, hey... Hey, hey this is the third there, night. There might be some paperwork I should be filling out in, in front of legal people at this point. Uh, I haven't had uh, the three people in a week, I will say that. Um, but
2: I've had people show up back-to-back
0: nights. And, 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 and truly, have you... Uh, Is it big enough now where, because you have a life and other things going on, if you wanted to do the seven nights a week, is this something that you could go out and just do? Is there that much of, of a, you know, I don't know, like a need or want or like an audience? Could I? Yes. The usual nights, if I
2: understand the, the company correctly, we go Sunday to Thursday. There really isn't trivia on Friday and Saturdays because the bars don't need the business. That's when we're doing, you know, something at the Knights of Columbus for a PTA or someone's birthday party. I've done those. Or just some sort of charity event uh, where they're, they're looking to raise money for, you know, the MS Society or something like that. That's uh, Those happen on Fridays and Saturdays. So, yeah, conceivably, I could do
0: it seven nights a week if I wanted. Now, see, this is how much I've grown as a person Joe just to <laughs> let you know you know Mike does a lot of work seriously for the MS Society and when he said that I didn't say are those gigs a little shaky because <laughs> I'm respectful
1: now you save those for the Michael J. Fox that joke references would, yeah.
0: Yeah. that joke would be dead as my dad oh.
1: <laughs>
0: here's my impression of all three of our fathers ready <laughs> thank you Good night. <laughs>
1: See, all three of our dads are dead. I'm laughing on the inside. If I had a microphone in my tummy, you'd hear that. (laughs) That laughter.
0: So when you go into a private gig, are those a little more dicey? Um, No! (laughs) No. Dickery, Dickery, <laughs> Duck! Uh, I,
2: I rhyme every question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, no, no, they're they're actually they're more uh, loose. They're they're because people there want to have fun. Uh, for the most part, there are people will be like, uh, the answer is this, and I'm like, look it up on the phone. If you can prove it correct, they'll give you the points. I don't give a shit. Right. You know, because those are the people I hate to. No, but uh, for the most part, those gigs are are a little bit more relaxed because again, everybody's there just to have fun and. Uh, you know, win whatever prizes the PTA is you know you know put together for them for said night.
0: When you walk into a room, do you do you honestly know right away this is going to be a good night or oh, this is going to be a long effing four hours? Yes, I
2: know exactly what the night's going to be like when I walk in. Is uh, it's not so much
0: the, the, the rocks in the parking lot, pretty much,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, but the 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 Zeke averages and, Um you know what it's like um, when you're going to. Most of the crowds are the same, you know. You have your your people that want to win. You have your people there that are, that, are, that are that just want to have fun. You have the group of moms that this is their only night out they're going to have in a month. You know that you have all of that. So you know the crowds. you know, you know what the crowd's going to be like when you see them. It's uh, when you talk to the person hosting the event oh. or who hired you. Um, that's when you have an idea for what you're gonna have to do at the event. Like if you're really gonna have to sell something, like if the person is just like, okay, I want, you know, I need it to be this, I need it to be that, and blah. No, no rap, no, no swears, you know. Sorry. I'm like, oh, I, yes, I work clean for the
1: most part. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I um, saw the Confederate flag when I rove in. It. I know not I to play it. rap.
0: I am going to be playing. So that no thing. NWA. <laughs>
1: right. But you'll know you'll
2: know what the, it's going to be like from the people that have hired you. You know, you know what you, you're gonna how much you're gonna have to do. But for the
1: most part, uh, everybody's there to have fun, so the crowds are usually, usually good. Are there any requests for custom trivia questions? Like we have some questions that have to do with Larry and accounting. <laughs> <laughs> he, <you> know, uh, <laughs>
2: that has happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, for like the, for those events, I talked to the people prior to get a you know like I to get a sense of what's going to be done. And they'll say, you know, hey, we want to do some questions about, uh, you know, the the place of business if it's a Christmas party, or you know, the school if it's a if it's the school if it's a PTA uh, party. By the way, Larry, an accountant, kind of a
0: dick.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that tickled me. Um, or was it? So uh, the, the you, 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 you talk to them beforehand, so they'll give you the questions. And all I say to them is like, "I don't care. I will do whatever you, you know, whatever's you want." Because again, I'm a whore. I'll put, you know, give me money. I'll right. do whatever. I'll just a private make, dancer. Private dancer. I dance for money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I see where we're going with this.
2: Uh, just don't hit me like Ike. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: no. But like, no shoes, no service.
2: <laughs> Uh, just make sure the information's correct you know like make sure I'm saying the right thing because I'm gonna look like the a-hole when you know you say okay you know who's this person you know that did this you know in the lunchroom
1: and like you know there's three answers there's three it. answers to it but they only give me one right like yeah like what's Margie's favorite color <laughs> Rainbow. No. Plaid. Yeah. <laughs> They've gone to Plaid. All right. Time. That should have been a spaceship. Uh,
0: that should have oh, been a
1: spaceship. Yeah. Oh, the space <laughs> ball. All right. Tune in to the last podcast to hear about that. Ludicrous I have- bead. <laughs> I have- okay, trivia break. Right. Time for Simpsons trivia, brought to you by Carnival Personnel. True or false, Ned and Maud Flanders, sometimes called each other popcorn ball and sponge cake. Mike? I'm gonna say false. I'm gonna say oakley doakley true. Jacques, you would be correct! No! No,
0: wait. Okay, let's ask the TJ. Is true or false? And by the way, question. I
1: like the hooker named after you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is 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 a true or false
2: question? Trivia. Uh, true or false? Uh, I would say yes. However, not on the trivia nights. It's, that's the true or false questions are used on the um, the questionnaire night or uh, opinionation. Opinionation's the.
0: Uh, and how about of stats? Them? Because you know that sixty four percent
1: of stats are made up on the spot. See that what he did there is that he did that thing. But that's one hundred percent of the time. According to Mister Burns. Who was a man that could get things done? Nixon, Rommel, or Lauren Michaels? Mike? I'm going to go Rommel. I'm going Lauren Michaels. No, Rommel is correct. Mike, you are awarded 10 points. Yes! Jacques, I only awarded you five points in the last one. Because I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm a guest. I'm a guest. I get more. Right. Once again, uh, tell
0: people how they can track you down and go to see you three <laughs> nights in a row. Even if you only do trivia two nights this week, how can they see you three nights? Well, you can hide in the bushes and follow me or... Like Sean Spicey. Yeah, thank
2: you. You beat me to it. <laughs> uh, Facebook. Facebook's the only way you can get me. Uh, to search for Stump Trivia Sully. Uh, and that is where you can uh, find the page where, I'm, uh, where I post my. And I... that's Sully with
0: one you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just making sure. My name is Kim. That's K Y. The number four.
1: I love your G. I loved your movie, by the way. That was really thank cool. you. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. hand shows Tom Hanks and to playing. <laughs> but uh, stump
2: stump trivia Sully. Uh, that's where I uh, I have the page. It lets me know where I'm uh, performing with the the trivia stuff, and I post questions and clues that you can look up the answers to and have uh, answers ready before you get there.
1: Mike, could you regale us with one trivia question that we haven't read off the card from the Trivial Pursuit game? Uh, Let's see. And your best BC invoice. In my best BC? First give traffic and weather. All right, then. (laughs) What flower
2: created such a mania during the 17th century that one bulb sold in Holland for the equivalent of $4,000? Oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, 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 oh.
2: Epstein's mother. (laughs) I know it's how (laughs) a (laughs) shat.
1: That would be the tulip. Mr. Kata you are correct. Hey, it's because I saw the answer in the back. <laughs> I was reading the answers as I was giving the other questions. Mm, okay, Quisho show Big again. fucking cheater, Quiz I should be a patriot. Again. Oh, oh yeah, see what I did there. But,
0: uh, thank you again so much. Thank you, uh, Mike, Joe, uh, and any last thoughts? No, I just say, uh, Mike, please don't forget.
2: I wish this microphone were a penis.